Welcome to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I am so happy that you are here with us today. I am an author, a coach, and a speaker. I'm also the founder of Fulfill Your Legacy, where I help people deeply partner their life with God, clarify and define their God-given life purpose, and tap into all the Trinity offers so that they can reach their goals higher than they ever dreamed possible. I lead them to a place where they're empowered by the work they do, the health they're in, and the relationships they have. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's Matthew 19, 26. And I want people listening to this talk show to always know that if they're partnered with God, all things are possible. So let's go ahead and get started. We are in the final section of my book. And so we're in the section of legacy. What Jesus left behind for us as our gift, the blood of Jesus, as we are deemed his sons, we have this legacy. We were gifted a beautiful gift and we need to go and use it well and leave a legacy for the people that come behind us, our family, our friends, our neighbors. So I'm going to go ahead for new people uh, chiming in. And those on Voice America, thank you. I want to just thank you because I know that there are people in many countries now and many people of all ages listening, and it's so exciting. But I know people are tuning in each time more and more, and they're new. So let me explain how the show goes. It's divided into three parts. The first part is where I go over a section of my book. Now, after these last these next four weeks, three after this, I'm going to just take random topics, and I'm going to bring in awesome guests. But for now, we're finishing out the book. So I'm going to discuss the chapter that we're in during the first part. During the second part of the show, after a break, I bring in an expert guest. I know you are going to love Daphne. She is a colleague. She's a wise woman. She's like the rest of us who lives uh, in the world at times and right next to God at times. And so I know that she's going to be a wonderful example to you. I don't want to give away much, but she has an upcoming book coming, What's Your Scarlet Letter? There might be a twist to the title in that name. But anyway, I want you to stay tuned. And after that, in the third section, Daphne and I are going to take some questions. You guys go ahead and use that number. Call in. There's an international number. There's a in the States number. I live in Iowa. So go ahead and call in with your questions. If we're still shy, no worries. I have over 100 emails now that I choose from. I drop them in a file and I try to find ones that I think are fitting. So let's go ahead and get started. We are, like I said, in the sixth part of my book, The Legacy That Jesus Left For Us. The first section of the book is all about life purpose and partnering your life with God, you know, knowing that you are a child of his and he's called you. The second part of the book, which we've gone through, you can go to back um, radio shows to listen. The second part is on perfectly imperfect. And that's where we look at 
what Jesus did for us. And we don't have to live in guilt and shame. We don't have to think about um, allowing the footholds of our past or limited beliefs that we have. We are perfect creations by God. And when we get it wrong here on earth, we have Jesus for that. And then we go into Wise Choices Works. That was a fun section. We did a lot of goal setting. Many of you emailed me and we sent out plans and things that you could work on and that was great. But we can't start working on plans and goals until we fix the other two, get partnered with God and worked on our self-esteem. The fourth part of the book was Mistakes Matter because you know what? No matter who we are, no matter how God partnered we are, if we're stepping out and we're trying to reach our goals, and we're trying to be obedient to God, and we're trying to do His plan, we're still going to screw up because we're human, and we're living in these fleshy bodies. So how does mistakes matter? How do we make this work? Okay, so then after mistakes matter was our last four weeks, and that was forgiveness fulfills. And there's a reason. Some people wonder why forgiveness isn't at the very beginning, maybe up by Jesus and perfectly imperfect. And I tell you because when we work on ourselves, so these first four sections, when we really work on ourselves and get ourselves into this right place, which we've done, there's only one thing that still holds us back. And that is our lack of control over other people. We might very well get in a good place, but we have no control over what other people do to us. And this is a wonderful time to start looking at how we can forgive others, how we can move through uh, life, this world, other people with grace. And so forgiveness fulfills needs to be after we've done all of our work. And then we're in and we're at present time now in the legacy designed for you. So we are in the first week of it. There's four weeks. The first week, we always look at the problem. So we're going to talk a little bit about the problem and the things that we have to help us with this problem when, it's, um, when we consider what our legacy is, how we're going to carry out all that God has given us. Next week, we're going to be looking at what the Word tells us. So we'll get to the Bible and we'll look at a lot of verses that tell us, hey, this is what we're supposed to do about it. The third week, Second one from the very last week we do this on, then we look at what the gift is. So we always have this, you know, this is a theory and a mess and a process that you can use in your whole life. What is your problem? Think about it. Okay, admit it. Be transparent. Be real. What is your problem? Then go to the word and figure out what the Bible says. Google it. Literally, if your problem is insecurity, go to the search engine and say Bible verses on insecurity. About 50 are going to come up. Okay, then you get to the word. Now you think to yourself, after you've done that, you think to yourself, what's the blessings that will come of this if I do this? And then last, the choice. So our very last chapter, our very last week, three weeks from now will be, what is our choice? Are we going to step into this legacy? Are we going to carry it out? Are we going to start fresh every day because that's the way it is with Jesus? All right, let's get started. So we are on chapter 21. So this is where I'm going to really encourage you to face some of your problems when it comes to maybe complacency. We have really nice lives in the States, but I understand that not everyone does here and also not everyone in every country does. Some of us, I'm getting emails and messages from you guys. Some of us are living in really hard times and there's so much peace that we can find um, with God's help, no matter where we're at. But for those of us, I think, that have this almost idle place, that's where it's sometimes deceiving. 
we think we're, we're, we've grown up with church. We think we're in this great place, but are we really living out the legacy that Jesus left for us? And do we even know what that is? So let's look at that and let's be challenged by that a little bit. So the title of this chapter is, um, I know not. So it's like, they know. Do you know? So what is, you know, it's not just up on the cross. They know not their sins. There's so much that we don't know in these bodies. But God knows. And so are we tapping into all that God has to offer? Listen to Deuteronomy 8, 14. I'm going to read here. Then your heart will become proud. You will forget the Lord and God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. That sounds kind of horrible, right? But if you read the Bible, you know, I did these, uh, I've done, I teach the Bible to people. And so I've done these things where we do the Bible in a year. And I've done it where we've done a Bible in a month. I even have this plan where you do it in a week. It's 24 solid hours. And so you can do it in like eight days, you know, kind of thing. I've even done it in a weekend in a retreat, and it's called the WOW retreat. And so anyway, and that's will of the word retreat. But so when you do those condensed versions, there's so much clarity that you can see of how we as humans on this earth continue to repeat the same plan. We have this where we get right on track, where we're good. God gives us a little wake-up call and we all come to action. And then we start to get blessed and we start to not need him. And we start to think we're good and we can do it on our own. And then the fall. And then we do it all over again and we do it all over again and we do it all over again. And he saves us and he saves us and he saves us. So let's go ahead and think about this verse. I'm going to read it one more time because this is the truth of it. And we don't want to be this way. We want to challenge ourselves to stay very alert and active in all that God has to offer to us every single day and to not use it or waste it. Deuteronomy 8.14, then your heart will become proud. Things are good. Things are good. And we start to become. You will forget the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and the house of slavery. And then think about that. Think about how the house of slavery is at the end. Because once we do start to get proud, we start to live in the world and we think we've got this, you know, then all these things that are not of God start to bind us, start to make us feel um, locked in, you know, scared, you know, um, held back, all these things. So let's go ahead. There's three things that I really want you to think on. They're not a big surprise when we think about the gifts and the legacy left behind. It's the Trinity. It is the Trinity and not everyone has it and we do and we need to step into it. So let's look and break it apart between the God, um, Holy Spirit and Jesus. So if we think about God, what is it that was left for us? You know, what is it that we should be using? Obviously, it's the word. And there are Bible verses. Look at 1 John. It says, the word is God. It's written just like that. The word is God. So no wonder God wants us reading the word because that's how we're going to get to know him. All of God, think of relationship. Whenever you think of God, think of relationship. Whenever you think of God, think of relationship. Whenever you think of God, think of relationship. That is how you can get God's strength, mighty, power, 
That is how that is how when you fill yourself up with God, there's no space in there for the world because the God and and the world are not the same. Little G is the world. Big G is everything. Big G is everything. So so when you get God into you, it consumes you and you start to flow out. You become a wellspring and that's what comes out of you. That's what is all around you. That's what people feel. That's what we want. So then, so we know we have the word, but what is the word to us? Well, when we're wondering what our life purpose is and how we carry out this legacy and how we go about this, we have a map. We have directions for navigating in this world. We have directions for learning of our gifts and talents. We have directions whether we should go right or left. And they're written in the word. And we don't open it. And we don't always use it. And so this is no shame because God is not a man of shame or God of shame. That is not our God. There's no shame in it. But it's great to hear it and to be challenged and to make yourself think one more time, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get convicted and I am going to get to the word and you're going to email me because I will give you a plan. I will give you that, that year plan or the month plan or invitations to the retreats I do. And so then the next thing is, I want you to think about the Holy Spirit. Okay. Oh, I I don't want to forget a couple other things about God. God is the lamp. Psalms 119. He's the lamp to our feet. When you are feeling like everything is dark and you don't know where to go, God is the lamp. You got to get close to God. All of a sudden, you're going to be able to see. All of a sudden, you'll see doors that open. Okay? God is the lamp. How about God is the living power? How is God power? People wonder that sometimes, you know, when we talk about the power of the Almighty. Listen, the armor of God, that is power. When you are up against the enemy, when you are up against trials, when you are up against hardships, think of this, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. You don't have to listen to the lies of the world. Righteousness is awesome. That's even when we're screwing up, we can pray and be free again in the morning because we can rest on Jesus. The boots, the boots of readiness. Isn't that great? You see people sometimes where they are ready. You know, it's just like they don't, they, they're just always ready and they're prepared and they might not even look like it and somehow they know where they, they've got it. And then the shield, the shield of fire that gets, keeps you strong in faith because it takes away Satan and the devil and all this stuff. And the helmet, the helmet of salvation that's around us, that's, that's power. That's what I want for you. Okay, the Holy Spirit lives in us always. The Holy Spirit is the second one. We need to remember that when Jesus left and he told the disciples he was leaving, he said, I am, I am being replaced with the Holy Spirit. It's your gift to you. I am going, but the Holy Spirit will be here. You know, it, it is such a gift, a helper, a teacher. He nudges to us. Those are not goosebumps. It's the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Tap into the Holy Spirit. Call on the Holy Spirit and he will show you the way. They'll help you leave your legacy. You have a legacy. The last one, Jesus. I mean, honestly, this is awesome. The the gift of freedom, not being held down, not being um, persecuted, not being feeling trapped and in dark places. Think of John 1, 14. I love the book of John. You know this. But the word became flesh. So now God came down as the son Now God, the word, is coming into us as the Holy Spirit, and now 
and, and was here as Jesus. So the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We see glory of only son to father, full of grace. I mean, they, we, it was written way before Jesus died on the cross, how this was going to be. And we have to remember this gift of eternity and have faith and have faith because we can either die by the world, we can live by the world and die, and it might be a great life. And I never bash anyone who's in that, in that place. But I challenge you. I want so much more for you. It's going to be a beautiful life. And these days here on the world are numbered. And I don't care because I have a whole bunch of great days coming ahead of me. And I want this for every single soul. All right. So the last thing that I really want to touch on, we're down to not much time, is this living legacy. What is left behind us? It's hope. When we live in the spirit and we, and we carry out this legacy, we have the fruits of the spirit and hope and peace and joy and kindness, gentleness, self-control. All right, and we get to enjoy this, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have the written word for the Father. We have Jesus who every day renews us, and we have the Holy Spirit. We also have the will. The will is the second thing I really want you to think about. It's a will, like a written will. It's the Bible. It's black and white words. We've been willed. It's a contract. The contract is signed by the blood of Jesus. That's binding, that's binding. And this is your legacy for you. All right. I can hardly believe it, but our time is up on the first section already. I am so looking forward to Daphne coming back after the break. So stay tuned and we will see you after the break on Living Within the Sweet Spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I am so happy you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. 
All right. So I told you that today we have guest Daphne V. Smith. She is a friend and she is a colleague and she is soon to be a co-author, not of the same book, of the same publishing firm, which you can get to me if you have an interest in that. And I'd love to help you. But we have um, messages that match, right, Daphne? We sure do. We sure do, friend. And then I, so I, I have a bias here. I hope you love her. I know you will. But Daphne, go ahead and share a little bit about yourself, your company, your upcoming book. And we've got a couple questions too. Okay. Well, thank you, Nikki. It is truly an honor to be here. I was listening to the beginning of the show and I was just so drawn into your teaching and the truth. I've got to kind of gather myself now and, and bring myself to where we are. And, and where we are is here. And, and I am Daphne, as you said, V. Smith. I am the author of the soon to be released book, What's Your Scarlet Letter? And it's written to help women recognize their hurts, release their shame, and reclaim their voice. So it's based on truth, meaning capital T, the truth. It's also partly my story, as well as the story of some other women. Because I believe we all have some type of scarlet letter. Sometimes it appears as a mask even. And that's because, unfortunately, the only feeling and experience every human on this planet can share is hurt. I wish it were love. That that is possible through Christ, of course. However, I know not everyone gets to experience that love. Mm -hmm. I do know that everyone experiences hurt. And when we allow that hurt to turn into shame and take us away from who we were designed to be, when we buy into those lies, then we're not living a well-done life. And that's my motivation, is to live a well-done life. So, well-done life. Company name? I know your name name is your company name as well. So, what's the deal with that? Yeah. So, nine years ago, I was in a... A situation that most people don't look forward to having and hope they never have. And it was a time when I was actually in vocational ministry and my husband had been suddenly laid off from his job. And we still had one child at home. Of course, we had bills. And in my previous time or a past life career, let's say past career, not a past life, um, I I had been speaking. And I kind of put it on the shelf, tucked it away, because quite honestly, I got confused. I got in this world, and I thought it was up to me to create the opportunity and the topics. And so I panicked because I knew I wasn't enough, and I tucked it away. Well, when my husband lost his job, I knew that was an opportunity for me to pull that skill back down off the shelf. And I met with a friend of mine in order to create a speaking business. And she asked me what I hoped to achieve in life. I said, my goal in life actually comes from Matthew 25, 21. And it's to someday hear, well done. 
to have a life that was well done. And that's literally sitting in a hotel restaurant in Springdale, Arkansas, how well done life was born. And it wasn't until recently, in fact, people can now go to DaphneVSmith.com and see the new brand, if you will. I realized that God has given me the talent and I was kind of hiding behind Well Done Life. And with the book coming out, I didn't want to confuse people. So Well Done Life will eventually become a program that I offer. And in the meantime, What's Your Scarlet Letter is coming out. I'm so excited about this. There's a couple things that you said I think are really cool. I love how um, you and I both have this sort of understanding that what or responsibility or accountability to the the work we do here on earth while we're here. And, you know, I call it a legacy. What's the legacy you leave? You say, you know, will my last day, my last breath be breathed where God says you did well. And so I, I think that's really cool. I want to point that out. The other thing is when you said, I had this passion to work with women who've been through tough times and to help them walk through that process and how easy, not easy, but more inclined the world is to have some sort of solace with each other or relationship with each other when there's pain involved. You know, it's funny how we go to bat for each other. We rally around each other. Yeah, we may hide it. We may hide it. But I think the opposite side of that is compassion. And isn't that when we can be the best fisher of men? Is when we see someone in pain, we may not even like that person, really. We don't know them. We don't get to know them. We don't know their story. But as soon as we see someone hurting, daring to be transparent enough, then our heart goes out to them. And the work of Jesus, the work of God through compassion comes out and we start to hear their story and we start to build this relationship. And that's how God does this great work. And there's so much good that can come out of pain. And so I'm really proud of you for like taking pain head on and just sort of saying, you know, what? What can we do? How do we move forward? That's awesome, Daphne. Okay. So now I want to hear more out of you. So we've seen, I know you've worked with women mostly, but people in general for quite some time. Do you have like a story or um, a process that you want to share or something that you can uh, help these people listening? Sure, sure. Well, so I have, gosh, it's been, uh, well, almost 30 years, which makes me sound really old, but I started super young. (laughs) For almost 30 years, I have been working with other women. And it started, quite honestly, through a direct sales company and getting around other women. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. I thought I wanted to be like June Cleaver and live the life of... Yeah, me too. You know, cleaning in our aprons and such. And I was bored out of my mind because I'd come from corporate America, then became a mom. And as I started working around these women, getting out once a week and then twice a week and then more and more, that's really where my fire was ignited. And that is really when dreams not were born, but they were recalled because we all have dreams. Ask any kindergartner, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're going to hear some great stories. It's somewhere 
along the pathway of life during our journeys, hurts happen, dreams get squelched, maybe put on a shelf, and we get discouraged. And through my experiences dating back almost 30 years, I have been exposed in, the, in a position, everything from retail management, as I mentioned, vocational ministry, even corporate America, to engage with women. And I heard time and time again from them, wow, Daphne, you just have a way of helping me think out of the box, helping me think differently. I got to interrupt you, like gifts and talents, gifts and talents. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And, and I think what it is, Nikki, it's because quite honestly, I don't buy into their story. And, and I'm going to say, I don't believe their BS, which stands for belief system, because I know <laughs> it clean, right? I, I don't know any better. So I'm going to believe that they are capable of what they share with me. Because and, they're a child of God, so of course they are. Hello, if you've got a breath in your body, one of my favorite sayings is, if you're breathing, it's for a reason. That means something is still possible. <laughs> there is something you can still do. Maybe it's serving someone else by allowing them to take care of you. We don't know. I, I really see life as a tapestry. And God sees the finished picture. Mm-hmm. We, on the other hand, or at least me, I won't, you know, include anybody who doesn't want to be there. But sometimes all I can see are those broken little threads on the backside. Mm. And when I pause and when I connect with the creator, I can see the other side and see how all of these things have woven together mm-hmm. to create this beautiful picture. Okay, so that's, uh, you got to remember where you're at because I, do you know where you're at? Because I just interrupted you. Do you know where your, your train of thought is? I kind of. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm just thinking, Daphne, honestly, that's the best metaphor because it's, it, it's the same um, beautiful masterpiece, but the backside is like the world. It's just crazy and busy, knotted up and just nasty. And the good side is all beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so can you jump back in or did I just throw you off? Yeah, no, 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 no. I think I think I can think I can. So um, what you, you'd ask for a specific story. And, and the thing is, I, I, I have I've worked with so many women and that's not to my credit by any means. It's, it's I can't imagine picking one in particular. What I have recognized recently is a pattern of women who who feel stuck. They feel trapped. They are, by all worldly accounts, successful on the outside, but they're suffocating on the inside. They're living behind that scarlet letter or they're living under the shroud of should. I know that for me, so much of my life, I did the little, I'm going to do air quotes here, the responsible thing. You know, what should I be doing? What is, what is safe? Well, I'm really good at math. Okay, I'm kind of um, a rain man when it comes to math. People can throw me numbers and I just come up with the answer, but I don't like it. Right. It was safe. It was super safe for me to be in accounting. And I did a really good job. 
but I was dying inside. It just did not light my fire. I was not excited. Mm -hmm. So I had to take some risks. And in that, I had to trust, not necessarily in myself, in fact, rarely in myself, but in the one who provides not only my skills and my talents, but the opportunities as well. Love that. I don't know if I went off on this random tangent. No, 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 it went good. And I'm so glad to have that that imagery of the tapestry in there. Um, okay, so a couple things. I love that you spoke a bit about your people telling you what you were good at, telling you that you're so much of this book and this whole process, these people have been on this journey with me, ending with the legacy, but starting almost with what's your call? And and what has what is your life purpose? And wondering how God uniquely created you and listening to those things like Daphne did, it's weird because we have these worldly skills. That does not mean, like she says the math, that does not mean that's what we're designed to do. It's a function. Believe me, that math skill is helping her some way. God did not put her there by accident. It's all building and, and it's um, getting her prepared. And so you be thinking as you're listening to this right now, you know, am I in a job that feels like it's sucking the life out of me? Um, Am I good at it? Maybe, you know, but is it sucking the life out of you? Because that, that job is not worthless. It, it, it's going to be used, but where does God really want you? Where can you do some great work? And, um, and last thing before we move on, because we have more time yet, I want to talk a little bit about, um, an individual that goes to work to love and serve, it might not be where their sweet spot is. It could be that then at home or in their church. And if you get fed and fulfilled wherever you're at, it gives you the energy and drive to do other things. So I don't ever want to make pack up Bibles and go head to another country and, you know, quit their job and do, do these things. That's great. I want that, but it's not what we all have to do. Okay. So Daphne, uh, I really, I don't like to scare people, but this thing gets watched a lot and it gets played in replay. I'm seeing the numbers and it's weird because my very first show is still being played all the time and the numbers just keep growing. So it just continues. It doesn't get taken off. So lots of people will hear this. And I'm wondering if in your um, heart, mind, and soul, there is some message that you can think of, like imagine the people on the other side of the radio. And what do you want to leave them with? Some little sentence, message, whatever. What I would want to plant is the message of hope, the seed of hope. If you don't have any hope, go find some. Latch on, lean into someone who does. Borrow a little bit of theirs. If you already have some and it hasn't come to full fruition and maturity yet, hang on because you're still breathing. That means that hope can and will develop into something because As Nikki said, well, Nikki didn't say this specifically, but we've shared a lot about the Bible today. And and without vision, which how about we substitute the word hope, we perish. Without that hope, what do we have? So what I would want to leave with everybody is that seed, that idea of hope. 
If you don't have it, go get some. If you've already got some, water it, nurture it, do what you need to do and hang on until it comes into full fruition. Okay. That is an awesome message. We have exactly three minutes left. We're going to try something I've never done before, but you know what? It's you and I who can handle this. All right. We're going to play a tennis match. Okay. Okay. So you just told them if they, you know, it's a seed, it'll grow, hang on, get some. How do they get some? I'll start with one way. You think of one way and we'll just try to keep going until we're down to the kind of closing part. But so I'm going to say she, okay, she already did say get yourself around um, good people. Okay. So I won't, so we're going to count that as one. Um, I'm going to say get to the word. So start reading the word. And when you read the word, if you're new to reading the word, it might sound like a bunch of words and that's okay. As you start to read, one or two things will jump out at you. Don't overwhelm yourself. Like, just hear the one thing that moves you, makes you think, close it. And slowly it will develop and grow and it will start to live and breathe more and more and more. So start, open the Bible. I don't care where, I don't care if it makes a big cracking noise. I don't care if you have to go buy one or borrow one. Start reading. As soon as you get moved a little bit, just shut it, write that verse down, repeat it, get to the word. Okay, you, your turn. Okay, so I would say what you listen to. Find music that gives you hope. I got to tell you, I'm a child of rock and roll. And I didn't get much hope listening to ACDC. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have found. <laughs> I could clean. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and I'm not shunning all rock and roll. No. I'm saying there are certain words, lyrics, and songs that, that give me hope to press on. So music would definitely be. So we've got people. We've got the word. We've got music. I'm okay. Gonna, Back at me and and get in, keep in mind Pandora is free on your radio. So Pandora, you can choose in like hits today, Christian music, whatever. So that's easy. Okay, I'm going to go with um, podcasts. I'm just simply going to give you my most recent favorite is um, Craig Crochel. So let me spell that. Oh no. Oh. Okay, Craig C R A I G. Crochelle, I'm pretty sure is K-R-O-S-C-H-E-L. Try different ways if I've got it wrong. Um, Life Church, and um, there's an app there, but he is so awesome. Okay, so podcasts during idle time. Um, He's the podcast and app, and you can do it in car rides while you're getting ready in the morning with your hair. Your turn, Daphne. One more. I would say, what about a house of worship? What about church? We talked about people. I was thinking oh. individual when I said that. Yeah. What about a full body? And I understand. Church, the the organized church has caused a lot of hurts, but consider it like a restaurant. If you yeah. had a bad meal at one restaurant, would Don't you go there out to eat again? If you had a bad Chinese meal, Good. that you're never gonna eat Chinese again? No. Right. Keep searching. Yeah. Amen. That's good. We need to meet together. Okay. We are down to the last 30 seconds. Thank you, Daphne. That was so much fun. People do not leave us. We want you to come back after the break. We're going to do question and answer. Please call in if you want to talk to us and have us coach you one-on-one, but we are wrapping up this little section. Come back on Living Within the Sweet Spot.
Change your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks. Gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Yes, hello everyone. This is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I am so happy that you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. We are in the last segment of the show, and we're going to get to some questions and answers. And Daphne, my guest, has been so gracious to stay online and help. I want you to know a bit about her in case you're just popping on, but she is the soon-to-be author of What's Your Scarlet Letter? She also has a coaching program that is on Well Done Life. Is that the name of your coaching program on your website? Okay, so I want you guys to know that she's going to add some good value. I got to keep my answer short this time because I want to hear what she has to say, but we've got some great questions. Our first one is Jack. All right, so I'm going to read it here. It's from an email. Um, Jack says, I look back at life and it's a big blur. It's fine, comma, no, it's good. I have two children, no big problems, money, and much more. Why do I feel like I'm missing the boat? Shouldn't I be more grateful? I am grateful. I almost feel like I've wasted so much, not just money or things, but life and myself. So this is like right on. Now, I had, I saved this. So Jack, if you're listening, I am so sorry you had to wait 18 weeks for this to get on here because this was in the life purpose one and I had something I had to put in there I could only get two questions and he was on my backup we ran out of time so I threw him in here because I believe that what you're feeling is this kind of legacy to me this this legacy is our gift from Jesus and when we're not using it it feels like we're wasting it and we might not recognize it but we have been given a gift and I think we know it and I think it doesn't feel and it doesn't sit right and we feel empty or something's missing when we know there's more out there. We know that we could do more. Now, there's no judgment and no haste um, 
it's just about moving forward. It's not going to do us any good to sit in those places. Um, It's what Satan wants. He wants to keep us from advancing the kingdom. So if you're feeling those nudges, instead of sort of being down at that place, think it a blessing. Think it a blessing because you have awareness, which much of the world does not. Sad to say in what I want, but much of the world is scurrying around like a hamster in a wheel doing all they can to work, work, work here and do good here. There's more. And you know that and you feel it or you wouldn't have written in. And so I inspire you to kind of look at this faith infused place that I've been talking about for 20 some weeks, this place of living the legacy. And the book is awaking the living legacy. This is what Jesus left for us. So if we think about these three things from the lesson here earlier today, the living legacy. So what is behind? Why do we say it's living? God's not here anymore. You know, Jesus isn't here anymore. Why do we say it's living? Well, because we know that we've got love, which is God, and it's still living here. And the more love we give, the more alive God is here, right? Love, love, hope, power. That is, that is alive energy power. You feel it when you are working and you have God partnered life and, and you're working in his power in line with him. You have power, energy. Uh, building this business, I don't even know how I did it. The first year I worked an over full-time job as a director at a healthcare facility and wrote my book and started a coaching program. And then entrepreneurship is not for sissies. I'm just going to tell you that. You, it's hard work. And so it I didn't have that in me, but I had God with me and he sustained me and he fortified me and and you can have that too. Um, But the will, the will is your Bible. Get to your Bible because you need to know what God's willing you to do. And as you start to get into the word and get close with God, you're going to stop hearing the busyness of all those things. Your good work. Thank you. You did good work and I love that you did. You probably supported your family, like you said, probably went on some great vacations and things like that. And that's great. But if you can really get yourself close to God, um, I have a podcast on my website. Go to my website and look for how do I hear the voice of God? Because it's, he starts to reveal the word to you, the lamp unto my feet. If you want to hear what to do next and see what to do next, get him close. And then I also want you to think about this contract. It's bound by the blood of Jesus, honestly, bound to us. So we feel it. It's in our blood. We feel it. We we think of communion. It's a little bit of a gross thought when you're thinking like, you know, take this, drink this blood or, you know, you're thinking, oh, you know, but the the idea is that you're, you're bringing Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit into you every time you do communion. So I want you to think about those things. And all this is for whosoever believes. That's it. Because God loves you and for whosoever believes. So step into it and see what happens. Okay, Daphne, Jack here. He's feeling this nudge, like there's something more. And he's had a good life. Almost feels selfish maybe to want more, right? Or what's going on, do you think? No, so here's here's what came to me as I was listening to Jack's story and, and you sharing with him. It sounds to me like Jack is experiencing what so many people who've led a good life, who've done the responsible thing, who've lived as they should. And we're happy for them. And it's great 
And yet, what I call that is living by default. Yeah. And when we live by default, when we're going through the motions, they can be great motions. Are we, all, are we living by default instead of living by design? Mm-hmm. Truly in alignment with our destiny and the what, the, the way that God created us uniquely. You know, when my kids were younger, I, I never said to them, what do you want to be when you grow up, go to college, get a degree and do what that piece of paper says. I always encourage them to think about how many things they wanted to be and how many things they wanted to experience. So I think right now might be time for Jack to experience some new things. Yeah. What can he try that's new, that's going to excite him, that's yeah. going to fulfill him? When he, feel, when he feels fulfilled, it's going to be because he's living in alignment. Yep. That makes yep. sense? Oh, absolutely. And, it, and we know it's right. Like yeah. the word right to me just is so cool because it sits right with our soul when we are at the right hand of God, when we, the word, it feels, we know it, we know it when things are right. Um, So this whole like paying attention, Daphne mentioned it earlier with your gifts and talents. So that's another thing as you were talking, it, it was making me think, Jack, think about where your energy is higher where people are complimenting you, what you used to love to do as a child, you'd be surprised what is tucked down inside of there. Okay, um, another thing, Daphne, you and that darn metaphor that you gave me with that um, kind of tapestry thing, but you know cross-stitch, right? Okay, so put the knots and stuff on the back. So I can remember I was at like a Girl Scout thing or something and my girlfriend and I were doing these cross stitches and they looked beautiful from the front, right? But the back, like, (laughs) it's going to sound like I'm judging her, but I was just fascinated because it was so beautiful in the front and they got flipped over. We ran out and I remember almost doing a double take like, holy buckets, what did you do to the back of your cross? But, you know, hers was just like back and forth. Like maybe she never tied and knotted it and just kept just crazy back and forth and just a mess. And, you know, I just being type A kept like cutting, knotting, and, and you know, it looked kind of clean back there and stuff. And, I re- and I'm thinking of Jack, you know, like he's maybe done life in the world where it's kind of clean and it looks good and it's efficient and it got what needs to be done. But what if he flips it over and like really gets to that beautiful side? You know, I love your metaphor. You, I'm going to use that. and Take it. it. Take oh. it. So now let's go ahead and let's do the next one. So, so Jack, for, let me just go on. Let me just say a little bit of encouragement to you. You go. You go. We, we have such a desire for you to get, get yourself in this place and find this. So we're both. We're your cheerleaders. We want you to get to this place where you are just spurred. I hope it bugs you tonight when you go to sleep that you need to be thinking on this. Talk to your wife if you've got a spouse, significant other. Talk to them. Start maybe email. Ask three people that are close to you what they think um, you're really good at. Or what thing that they admire about you, and it might clue you into. But we we're gonna put you in our prayers, Jack. Okay, so Cindy, 
Cindy says, um, I've been listening to the show now for a couple of months. I see more and I feel more now. Way to go, Sydney. Cindy. Um, not all good because while my eyes are opened to what, I, what is good, I also see what I've done that is not good. Then I am reminded of grace and all I have. I am getting more and more energy, hope. And dreaming and ideas, maybe more than dreams. Um, what do I do next? Okay, so that's kind of fun, right? Okay, so I just say step into that legacy, girlfriend. Um, God left it for you. I think you're just already putting your toe in. I think you're like that woman and there's this cold river there and you're afraid and you're just kind of getting yourself ready to go in. But the thing is, um, go full force. Just get the pain over with. <laughs> just dive in head first and go for it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this two verses to you. So Ephesians um, 1, 17 and 18. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you this spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I got to stop. I'm coming out of the verse now. When you know God, you know what he's got for you. You hear him more. You see him more. You see the door so, so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope in which he has called you, the riches of his glory, glorious inheritance for his holy people. Is that verse not written for you, Cindy? Like, honestly, go look it up, put that on a card, type it on your cell phone, read it to yourself. But Ephesians 1, 17 and 18. Okay, now last, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and then you will be able, this is the verse, they, this is the part they leave out. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is for you. And it's good and it's pleasing. We don't test God. We test our understanding of what the will is. So what I say is you start to step into this. Get your ideas. You say there's ideas. They are planted in you. And let me tell you, those ideas have probably, those dreams have been set in you from way before you even were alert to them. They're there. They're coming out. So now you need to start testing. You might not get it right. That's what Mistakes Matters is for. Go to, to section four of the book. Um, but you might not get it right, but go out and test test your understanding. When you are partnered with God uh, in alignment, as Daphne said, with God, as you screw up, he's redirecting. He's, he's keeping you from stumbling. He's putting on your coat of armor. You ask for it and it will be there for you. Pray for the coat of armor, and literally you're going to have God's shield, breastplate, helmet, belt, boots. Okay? Daphne, this gal, isn't she cute? She's saying, oh. okay, I'm in this process. She feels it. What does she do now? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, let the shame, because what I'm hearing is that you're holding on, okay? Yeah. To, to say we receive God's grace is one thing. But then to release the shame that has almost become like a second skin, possibly, because it was carried for so long. It's, it's just what we're used to. So, Cindy, I encourage you to guard your tongue. Watch what you're saying to yourself. 
retrain those thoughts. Who you were is not who you are now. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. You are a new creation, sister. You're not a retread. You're not a recycle. You are brand new. And when we hang on to the truth, the truth truly does set us free from our past. And if we're free from it, we don't need to carry it forward. Let it go, girlfriend. Let it go. That's awesome advice. And I love that you brought up Corinthians verse because that, you know, that taking off your old self and putting on your new self. And that's literally every time, like Daphne said, every time you hear yourself say something's negative, say something that other people have told you, which is not God. And anything negative somebody tells you is not of God. It's a lie. So it's, it's just, you know, our fleshy comments. So put them away, get to the back seat. Satan, you know, put on God and put on your new self. Okay, we have 30 seconds, Daphne. I don't want it to be over. And all of you guys out here on Voice America listening, I want you to know how you can connect with Daphne. Could you quick in about 20 seconds, share with us your places they can connect with you? You bet. I'm just about everywhere as Daphne, (laughs) D-A-P-H-N-E, V as in Victor, or Victorious Smith. DaphneVSmith.com. And actually, if you go to my website, I have a free gift for you. It's the number one trait you need to get unstuck. So if you're listening to this and you feel stuck, go there. It's absolutely a free gift for you. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I have Well Done Life dash Daphne V. Smith. In fact, I'll be live on Facebook later today. So if you're listening in real time, join me this afternoon. Awesome. Awesome. I will. Okay, everyone. Thank you for coming and listening today. Come back next week. I will see you next time on Living Within the Sweet Spot. Thank you for tuning into Living Within the Sweet Spot. Please join your host, Nikki Klegel, next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.